Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 290. Well, nope, 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 nope. Wow. One. Ninety. Got ahead of myself. One ninety-three. Two. One ninety-two. Do we remember the last one last week? Uh, I think I you asked me like ten seconds before we started recording if it was one ninety-two, and I didn't look, and I just said yes to you, and then I, I went back and looked, and it turned out it was one ninety-one. So it's on me. You know what? You got to be accountable for your mistakes. Sometimes you get confused when you're doing a live app. This is episode one ninety-two, version two. Of the Compound Podcast, presented by Connect Roasters, presented by Connect Roasters this week, as we were last week. You can use code Compound Club for twenty five percent off your first Home Run Club shipment. The Home Run Club is a monthly subscription where coffee gets delivered directly to your door every month. There's a bunch of varieties to choose from. Pick your coffee, they'll ship it right to you. You can get 25% off your first home run club shipment with code compound club, or you can get 15% off site wide. If you want to try the coffee, if you want to test it out, if you want to get yourself a little starter pack or sample packs, you can get yourself a mug, whatever you want. Compound 15 for 15% off site wide. That's connectroasters.com to go try some great coffee today. It's been a slow few months in the baseball world but definitely since we last recorded it's been pretty slow still a lot of free agents out there i don't know if you guys saw the tweet that was like yeah. free agents as of this date last year and there was like three dudes it's like waka like two other guys and right now it's like 50 i saw that there are so many good players left oh and floating. like if if you're in that position right and you know you're gonna if you sign anywhere you're gonna get good money. Are you like, is that panic button getting closer? As it's like, hey man, uh, I'd like to play. I still don't. I mean, think I'm sure it's like at nervous. some point, like I want to go to camp and like decide where I'm living and like because the lo- the logistics are a pain in the ass, right? But also, yeah, I think there's a lot of talk about where Ballinger's gonna go, Chapman, Snell, Montgomery. Uh, and then the top of the reliever market that just moved. But there's a lot of really good baseball players who have had good careers who are still available, like the Jock Petersons, the Tommy Fams. Like there's a lot of dudes out there who need jobs, and those guys are just waiting for one of the top dudes to sign so this can break a little bit. Well, because that's like like you said, like there's still like Whit Merrifield, uh, Tony Kemp, Colton Wong. I'm just kind of looking through. Brandon Crawford's still out there. Tim Anderson's a free agent. Like, there's Matt Chapman still a free agent. Like, outside of just those top five big names, there's plenty of guys that are going to play a big part of a possible World Series contender. A role as Chapman was just – he just signed about four minutes ago to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Whatever yep. – this could sound bad, but whenever like an older guy like that or like Rich Hill last year signed with the Pirates, I'm like, well, wonder where they'll get traded to around the deadline. <laughs> like, I mean, that's that's mean to the Pirates fans. I'm sorry. That's just a fact. Like, you're not telling me they signed a Rollis Chapman and like, oh, we're gonna go win the World Series. Like, come on. They, a, little harsh. a little harsh out of me, but that's not yeah. Be nice. I mean, Be it's nicer. the facts. Like, but the uh, the signing that we actually had, Tom, stop. The signing that we actually had was Hater. Yes, we had Hater go, and then we had Stevenson go right after that. So Hater is uh, with the Astros. Now they have Hater and Presley on the back end. That's pretty and impressive. What's the other guy's name? Uh, and exactly. and Abreu. 
and yeah. Abreu. Yeah, I mean their bullpens, bullpens looking very good. They they will be back in the hunt for the AL West again. That's going to be a good division with the Rangers, uh, and then you have the Angels and the Mariners kind of sold off a little bit, but they were good last year. They're going to kind of be around. I feel like the Mariners are kind of like the Rays of that division and that like they don't buy a ton of guys, but they get the most out of what they have. Like, I don't see the Mariners being like horrible. Like even if they sold some guys, they, like I still see them competing a little bit. Did you see what uh was it Raleigh said at the end of the year? Like he, I don't want to say he threw his owner under the bus, but he was like, we're competing with guys. Like you look across the, the line and it's like, there's just dudes all over the place. I think it was, uh, they might've been playing the, the, Rangers or the Astros? I could be wrong. I think they were talking. I think they were talking about the Rangers. Thank and it was you. like he was like, "Listen, like I love the guys that we have here. Like we're capable of doing anything." But it's like he said at some point, you know, it's like you got to spend some more money, and like we have to, you know, level the playing fields here, which is pretty interesting coming from, you know, a player who is a big part of that team. Zach, you remember that stat I sent? Seven players have made each of the last five all-star games. You remember that? No, maybe. I saw okay. that tweet. Well, I saw that tweet. Well, there's seven players that have made the last five all-star games. Oh, Trout, yes, 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 yes. Mike, Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, yep. Freddie Freeman, Mark, Nolan Aaron. Why do you? Why? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Why I'm, would you I'm, give away sorry, the ending? Sorry. That's the whole point of me building it up. Go ahead. I'm go ahead. going to slide them in. I sorry. don't even want to say it anymore. Sorry. It was Mike Trout, Mookie. That's the point of it. Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Nolan Arenado, Garrett Cole, Josh Hader, all of them. You'd be like, yep, checks out. And then J.D. Martinez. And I sent that, like, to our group. I'm like, he's a very good player. But in a million years, I wouldn't have guessed, like, oh, there's seven players. Like, and you made me guess all seven. I don't think his name would have ever popped into my head. Dude, he's very good. Like, he's the unreal. guy just – he just hits, bro. Just hits every year. And, and he's, he's still a free agent. agent. That's, that's yeah, why I'm at you know. Dakota, we can't – the reason why I'm talking over you is because your mic – We right before we started, Dakota's mic fried. We can't hear you. We can't hear shit. I can't hear anything you're saying. Zach, you're can barely, you hear me? You're barely on this podcast. The people are going to be pissed. Zach, can you still hear me fine? I'm debating what I'm going to answer because of the ricochet, ricochet shot you threw at me earlier. I'm thinking the answer is yes, and you're just – you're divided. I'm debating. Uh, I'm, I'm debating. You know who I trust, Tom? Can you hear me fine? I'm sure it doesn't sound great. The mic's fried. What do you want me to do about that? You can hear me. We can hear you. I will say Dakota's mic frying. People were, I wish we were recording because I would play it. If we were recording it, 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 he, it started looping Dakota's voice like it was a club remix of Dakota. And yeah. Dakota had no idea, but the other three of us were like, what in the world is going on? I've never seen a microphone so dramatically kill itself like that. It was like, I don't want to be <laughs> any part of this one episode 192 of Compound. I've done 191, and that's as far as I'm going. You guys started laughing. I had no idea what was going on. I was like, uh, okay. We probably but, could have made a pretty good remix. That time. But here we are. Let's get back to Robert the show. Stevenson. You know, let's quit messing around. Thank you. Robert Stevenson goes to the Angels. So the Angels get a back-end bullpen piece. He was really good when he was with the Rays at the end of the year. Um, but that's pretty much everything that's happened. Market hasn't really moved that much. You know, there's some arbitration deals. We could talk about that. Uh, 
think you know Juan Soto signed the largest arbitration number, like over thirty million. Zach, I'd like to say to you, I don't want to have Ian in this because it's just dirty pool. He's part of it. I sneaky love Dansby at CubsCon saying like, "Go sign Bally." Like I kind of love when players say that. It's kind of crazy. Like it's kind of putting your leadership under pressure. But I kind of love it being like, "Hey, this guy rakes. Go get him, please." It's pretty cool. I was seeing tweets somehow with my Twitter lined up the way it is now. Um, like imagine if at CubsCon Bellinger like just came out of the came out of the woodworks on stage and was just like, "Hey." We've come to, you know, we came to an agreement with Bellinger and everybody goes nuts. Like how what was the Dexter Fowler a few years ago at camp did that when he just came yeah. out and that's in the middle of field five or whatever it was. Like if Ian's filming the compound live and like, he's like, we got one more final guest and Bellinger oh. comes out like the ratings. Oh my. That would have been so ratings. pro of the Cubs to do that for us. You could have built Ooh. it up too. You could have been like a former national league MVP. Yeah. yeah, you start listing all the accolades. You start getting through them, and a 2024 Chicago Cub, Cody <laughs> Bellinger, like in the arenas when they're announcing the play, the starting lineups, yeah. kind of thing. Exactly, He's coming out giving everybody high fives. So they start playing the Michael Jordan, but music. no, they didn't. But no, they didn't. You know, Cubs, that would have the, been sick. That would have been the so. Cubs cool. convention would have been absolutely but, insane. Hey, to that, do you think in Dakota and Tom, do you think he would have allowed that to happen on the compound since he didn't even let us break his extension on the compound? I don't know. I've thought of that, and I've thought – He probably would have saved it for a different day. But I'm trying to think of, like, like Jason Kelsey in football. They have a podcast. Like, if he retires, do you think he's going to, like, let it slip into the media, or do you think it's going to – No, like no, 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 dude. On I'm Kel- Did you- so, yesterday, Kelsey – Travis Kelsey – denied talking to the media and he said hey i'll talk next week i promise so i'm thinking this is a crazy thought they may retire together on their podcast i have seen that i've seen that going around the internet that they they might both retire after this season and i think he won't do it i truly think that jason i think if it is jason kelsey i bet you he does it on the pod but Travis Kelsey wouldn't say anything yet when they're still in it. Like, I think that'd be. But no, so like, what if they go to Super Bowl? He's like, hey, this, you know, just want to let you guys know, like, this is my last game coming up. And then if they don't, like, hey, we lost. Hey, I just want to let you guys know, like, I'm done. True. I mean, Travis Kelsey is 34 years old. You think yeah, he's going to he retire? Plays, he plays football, bro, and plays tight end. Guy's his, his, the guy's been getting his knees snapped every tackle. It's like Gronk, dude. It's just like the only way to tackle him is. He's like, I can retire and go hang out with Taylor Swift every day and go on tour with her and not get tackled. What do I was going to say, the, the, he just discovered the world's best retirement plan, which is date a billionaire. If I was dating a billionaire too, I got to be honest, guys, I think next week might be my last show. I might, I might be dipping out and I might be just going to live my billionaire lifestyle. I can't believe I you wouldn't that. be in this for the love of the game. That's, actually That's fucked up. up, Tom. Yeah, that is sad think you know a guy but yeah to, that's a that's a good point so you know hopefully yeah. ian's next accomplishment but i have thought of that zach like i remember at the time we said it and it's always like with contracts it's always scary because like yeah, right, until you right. got pen to paper it's like well do i really want to be the first one to say this and then have them be like ah well hey hey you could have sat there more. as you were putting your john hancock on that piece of paper you could have said hey guys listen 
we are recording tomorrow. Please just don't text Ken Rosenthal. Just don't do it. Like I, I will take care of it. Why would it be? Why wouldn't it be Jeff Passan, your boy? Him too. <laughs> Anybody? They, well, no, because wasn't it a Cubs blogger that broke it too? Yeah, they got their. Yeah, Ian, they all got their. Ian, their Ian, that's that's fucked up, Ian. It's a missed that's, opportunity that's, for us. It really is. That's yeah. low. It could have been us. It could have been us. That's all we're saying. I, I, that's low, man. We're trying to get numbers here, and you're keeping these secrets from the people. All I can do is apologize. That's, I that's wish fair. I would have done it differently. We did, put out a tweet. we did put out a tweet about a, uh, a possible live show. Mm-hmm. And the people liked it. The people liked the idea of a live show. I'd say they loved it. It had a lot of love, that tweet. And I had there was a ton of tweets that I, I think me and Zach appreciate as the secondary here, um, saying, like, Zach and Dakota better be there. And I was like, wow. I know, Tom, don't get me wrong, crazy that they didn't say your name in there. But it, it, it was kind of funny that they even put that because I'm like, no, it's just Ian on stage doing an yep. act by himself. But I guess that's kind of what CubsCon is. So I've I asked you guys to come to CubsCon, and you say no every year. Yeah. Well, no first of year. all, Zach's in a different organization. That would be crazy. Second, I would be so uncomfortable in there being like, hey, didn't you used to play? And you like almost made it, right? What happened? Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. All right. Thanks for bringing it up. That's Our first guest is Jed Hoyer here to discuss Dakota yeah. 2022 season. I would only do it if Ian would ask on stage. Never mind. Let's keep going. <laughs> Let's keep going. Do you want to talk about your Lions? Do you want to talk about your Lions? Do you want to take <laughs> some football in? <laughs> Start the roar. Come on, baby. It's Zach's Lions, too. No. Sneaky, sneaky. It don't is sneaky. lie. Yeah. It is. It is. Zach has been just not just as invested. Um, yeah, what I did take a great video after the first win of me watching the final play, and I ran outside and jumped in the snow. Uh, yesterday I was more tame, but it was uh, it was it was a good game. It was awesome. They're going to NFC Championship. Um, going to San Fran. Boys are ready. If you think I haven't worn the same exact outfit both games, by the way, you're crazy. Um, yeah. Okay, but time out. Right. Time so out. The first game. The first game, I had some beers for the game. I had a couple adult beverages for the game, you know, enjoying it. But yesterday they played at three, and I just felt like that was a little early to have some beers. But then I was like, you know what? It's tied at halftime. This half's on me. Things don't look great. I'm an adult. I can have beers whenever I want. So I went and got some beers in the second half, lit a spark under them. Look what happened. So you're welcome, Detroit. You're welcome. I'll take credit. Did you I'll put, put that video of you jumping in the snow out into the universe? Because I didn't see uh, that. I'll have to watch it back and make uh, sure just, I didn't just to the say blade. anything bad. But I will send it in the group if I didn't say anything bad. I got to make sure I didn't say anything too bad. Because okay. it's very – It's. A, I thought it was a It's good. No, it's good. Dakota, isn't it nuts a year ago? What were they, like, one and eight at one point or, like, one and seven? And I believe they, they were one and off, seven. Like, yeah, they rattled off, like, seven wins in a row. And it was kind of like – and then they lose. They miss it by what one game at the like they somebody went, had to, somebody had to lose and they won and going into week eighteen right and then they went they to play the Seahawks. Them. They needed the Seahawks to lose to and then they the, had to win it. Yeah, night. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Seahawks had won already, but they still went and beat beat the Packers. <laughs> Sorry, Rogers. Rogers. Um, I don't talk about my quarterback, man. Uh, but yeah, it's sick. Um, there's nothing more fun than when 
I'd say Tom and Zach know Ian, not as much. Cause you know, you're just not, a, you're, you enjoy other sports, but you're not really a diehard fan of any teams. I'd say, I, would you say that's fair Ian? You're not really, that's fair. I hard fair. but like Tom and Zach, like the lions are my like number one team yeah. that I root for. So like, it's sick when you, cause like I root for other teams and other sports, but like the one team, like I know Zach's is the jets. Tom is yours. The giants, probably the Yankees, the Yankees. Definitely. Oh, Yankees. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was going to say my problem, my, like it, it's a different circumstance, but the team that I like am most locked in when they're playing a game is the U S soccer team. Oh, like, let's go. Like I remember Jimmy one time pulled me aside for a very important, like we had like a meeting and it was in like the 85th minute of the last group stage game of the U.S. World Cup. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, I got to do this meeting. It's really important. Like, we got to have it right now. But also, I cannot focus on anything that's being said because I need to know what's going on in the game. And I was like, I was like, I, I told the rest of the group because they were in another room. I was like, if anything happens, just yell. And then they all started yelling the rest of the time. So didn't help. We were good. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we made it through. But no, it's, uh, it's sick when, like, your 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 team that you've rooted for forever that was terrible forever finally has some success. It's fun to watch. I now I know what Cubs felt like. Cubs fans felt like in sixteen. We've Not been too having, bad. Let's football. Love football. Great. I'm super excited for you. Uh, Tom will cut that part. Um, <laughs> Wait, Ian. What is your favorite team? I mean, like the team that I'm most like anything, in, or like, anything, anything at all. Probably stock market Cincinnati Bearcats football he said the stock market Zach said what did you make you love watching those stocks man up and down it's crazy <laughs> I would say probably Cincinnati football when they went and played Bama in the the final four game that was pretty great yeah even though they got stomped that's fair because I mean you can't obviously I mean you play for the Cubs you're not a fan of another baseball team and football and I know you Definitely don't like basketball. Yeah, I mean football and bet like I'll watch when the Warriors are in the playoffs and stuff. Like I think it's interesting and I'll watch, but I'm not. Like, but you're also a soccer fan. We would literally get to the locker room early to watch U.S. women's soccer in the World Cup. I did. I did enjoy U.S. women's soccer. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. It's also fun when your team's the best. Like U.S. women's soccer is the best. Like it's pretty fun to watch. Being like, well, they're they're gonna win. Like I, lose, I'm very excited for the Olympics. Oh yeah. I'll be dialed in for the Olympics. It's so it's so funny. Like it's really cool to see it. Like and you know how it is as like a Cubs player, like how much time, effort, money they invest into the Cubs. Like watching, like, and then like again, Dakota, Tom, like you watch your favorite teams, and like being on the other side of the fence is like you see exactly how you act and it's the same way as as people are acting when you do your job they literally like how invested they are like dakota said he's done the same exact thing for the last two weeks like if you guys are on a roll like there's people out there who do the same exact thing for 10 games out of 162 games like no no no, i have to watch like here i'm sorry they're hot that's a really good point i i, I literally hadn't thought of that like when ian goes and plays like i'm sure people like do the exact same thing like you said like when the cubs are winning and like that's and weird. it's like it's funny. Like you see people are like people will DM you gross things, and you're like, "What the fuck is wrong, with people? Like, why would you ever do that?" And I'm, you are you guys the type of fans that like? So do you believe anything you can do can out 
you're saying, Dakota, like by getting the beer, you think you can influence the second the second half outcome, or you're just doing that because you like the ritual? No, I'm I'm fully convinced. I'm gonna be honest. It's a little bit of both because yeah. it's literally like I'm not saying by any means that like me drinking some beer made them play better in the second half. But at the same time, if they lost that game, I would legit be pissed at myself and be like, I can't believe like I changed my routine. Like, so that to be why they lost, uh, dude. Scott F. Ross, friend of the pod, last week when they got oh, the doors yeah. blown off by the Texans, like Scott's a pretty like he's like us, like he's a crazy Browns fan, and he he's pretty like routine based, like he does the same thing if they're winning, like whatever. So for a playoff game, he's I guess every Sunday he would watch with the same like three or four people at his house in Tampa, and the biggest game of his life basically. He decides to invite different people over and then drinks like Labatt Blue. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll grab some Labatt, but never, said, grabs, never, ever drinks it. He got it because he said, oh, Labatt Blue, Canada. That's pretty close to Cleveland. That's what yeah, his thought process like, What do we got, was. dude? What? <laughs> Scott literally goes like on a rant texting us saying like, it's on me. Like that game's on me. I have no one else to blame but myself. I can't believe I did that. My father is number one, even though he loves the Yankees. He loves the Yankees. Like, he told me one time that when he went on his honeymoon, that was the first time in his life he went to bed without knowing the Yankee score in his entire life. So he's that level of Yankee fan. But the team that he cares the most about is North Carolina basketball. He's been a basketball fan. I know, Zach. I know. He He texted me the other day. He said, watched a full Carolina basketball game. And I was like, all right, great. Like, cool. I imagine you've done that before. He said, no, it's the first time in 10 years I've sat and watched a full game because anytime anything starts to go badly in a North Carolina basketball game, he's convinced himself that they are better when he's not watching and that they, he will turn off the TV in order and not watch his favorite team in the absolute world play just because he's convinced that that will then help them win games. He's turned off the national. That means he's turned off the national title game in the last couple of years and stopped watching because he's convinced that it's going to help them win games. I respect you. I'm going to respect. be honest. That's true fandom. It's I, insanity. It's something. It might be true fandom or it might be insanity. But the mom. thing is, he's not even create Like, so many people do that, I bet. Like, I bet that's so common in every fan base. If my mom's at the stadium during a game and I'm stinking, she'll, like, change seats. Oh, I love that. If you're like, she'll oh, you, like she'll move. And my mom's like, my mom's not nuts. Like she's not, she's not screaming in the stands. Like she's not like going crazy, but if things aren't going good, she'll change up the mojo. She'll go to a different section. My mom seat somewhere else. Anything for do, son, you know, she will do anything, but watch me play while I'm in the big leagues. She hates it. Her. Oh my God. She also falls asleep every night at like eight o'clock. So, She'll, I mean, she can hear like if my brothers and my dad are watching, obviously, but she'll wake up every night. She calls it like her halftime of sleeping during the season. And she'll wake up at like one or two in the morning, check the box score and everything. Text me if I play well. And if not on to the next day and that's it. She refuses to watch. And if she does like my debut, she, she's a pacer. She wants to walk around the whole time. Barely ever since I was in little league, she doesn't want to be around, you know, parents and other people. She would. Like my dad was like, Hey, you know, they're going to come and interview us at some point. She's like, yeah, okay. 
Like she sees the camera coming down. She tries to get up. My dad's like, no, 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 no. You have to do this. You have to do this. And they got her for like five minutes. Oh, it's incredible. Should we talk about the Hall of Fame ballots? Yeah. I wanted to hear. I didn't know if you guys had seen it. Yeah. I wanted to hear who you think has a chance to get voted in or should get voted in. Before we talk about it, I just want to say that these guys could have been even better if they were wearing Bruce Bolts. That's right. They're wearing Bruce Bolt batting gloves. Their numbers would have been even better because of the premium leather they use, because of the fit, the gloves that Zach uses, the gloves that I use. Something special in the works. There's something special in the works over there. BruceBolt.us for the best batting gloves in the game. I have my HAP series on there. They also have baseball pants. They also have the pants go all the way down to the ankle. The knickers, they're just below the knee, and baseball shorts. If you're getting ready for baseball season, BruceBolt.us for everything that you need. Hall of Fame ballot, guys. Who are you putting in? Do they get 10 votes? Is that the I'm thing you to, get I'm 10 votes? I'm going to have to. I don't know any of these stats or anything. So pull, you, can, you can pull up the list. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I had of the new additions to the ballot this year i had one that i would consider a lock in my opinion and then a second that i think is very close and i'm not sure about i think joe mauer should be in i feel like he was very good for a very long time and then i had adrian beltre as very close were my two of the new ballots and then I think from the returning ballots, I think Todd Helton deserves to get in. He got 72% last time. I also think Billy Wagner should get in. It's his ninth year. Um, he was at 68 last time. But those are those are my four. I'm surprised you don't know Andrew Jones. All those gold gloves. I just don't think I don't I don't know his hitting numbers, but they must not be up there because obviously his defense is all time. Four hundred. And 34 homers. He had, a, he had a stretch from 98 till 2007 that was ridiculous. Five All-Star games. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten consecutive gold gloves. I mean, 30 pumps plus every year. He had one year with 29, he had one year with 26, but 30 plus. One year he had 51 homers and 128 RBIs. He averaged over that stretch 34 homers, 103 ribbies, while slashing 266, 344, 504. So that's a 115 OPS plus over that stretch. While you mentioned playing probably the best defensive center field in the game. I'd like to adjust and uh, put him in. like to adjust my rankings. Um, I also was just looking at Joe Maurer's stats. He may have a tough time. Uh, hit 306, 2,123 hits, 143 homers, three gold gloves, six-time All-Star, MVP. Right now, I have the ballot tracker up. So this is from uh, Ryan Thibodeau on Twitter who does all this tracking. So out of 52% of the ballots are known, 188 of them have been made available. Right now, Adrian Beltre is tracking at 99%, so pretty much locked to get in. Yeah. Uh, Mauer's at 83.5%. 
Todd Helton's at 82%. Billy Wagner's at 78%. And the number to get, just in case people don't know, is 75%. Right now, Gary Sheffield's at that number exactly. Um, the one thing to know with the tracker is that generally the people that haven't revealed their ballots usually have not voted for that many players. So generally these numbers go down after the ballots come out. So Sheffield being right, that cut line means he's probably just going to miss. The questions will be Wagner and Helton. They're going to be really close. Uh, do uh, you guys think I'm kind of surprised that Helton is that high being playing in, uh, in Colorado for all those years. I was uh, I feel like they've always held that over people's heads for one his, thing or another. His numbers are still stupid. He, he doesn't even his, have he doesn't have four hundred homers, right? His career three sixty nine, but his career slash is three sixteen four fourteen five thirty nine for a nine fifty three OPS, which is good for a one thirty three OPS. Thirty three. I also <laughs> should have done more homework before I said I was on the fence about Beltre because he is absolutely a lock. I mean, after hearing those numbers too, but. 286, 286 3,166 hits, 477 homers, 93.5 war. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I'd say he's in. So, like, Todd Helton, 61.8 war, and he doesn't even have 3,000 hits. That's that's the other thing. It, it's weird when you look at stats because that's what I mean about Joe Maurer. Like, I said I thought he should be in. I'm kind of walking that back right now because – he hit 306, but only had 2,100 hits and 143 homers. Like, very good player. Un- had some unreal years, but, like, those stats don't – like, Todd Helton's stats sound better than Joe Maurer's, in my opinion. It's, well, also di- it's also different catching. True. Very true. It's just – it's tough. Like, it's, it's weird to me sometimes when you see who gets in and who doesn't. And then, like, awesome. you – look at numbers and you're like well why is this person not in yeah i think i think of that list todd helton billy wagner because i think relievers don't get the love that they deserve yeah that's why yeah i mentioned wagner because of that same reason i feel like people don't respect really good closers for a really long time like he's one of i feel like he's one of the best closers ever yeah, Mauer, Mauer and Andrew Jones are tough for me. I, can I say this about Carlos Beltran? Mm-hmm. Carlos Beltran, 279, 350, 486 for an 837 OPS, 119 OPS+. Played a long time, 70 war. That dude has the fourth most home runs all time for a switch hitter. Fourth most all time for a switch hitter. This is an actual question. Do you think the Astros thing hurts his chances within the voters? I know it has nothing to do with his playing career, but do you think that's in the back of their head? Probably a tiny bit, yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what I saw his name and I thought that. I think the same way the the pool host home run off Wagner really hurts him. Like sometimes you have a moment and and I think that's unfair that like one moment can count against you like that, but but it's also one moment can count for you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, it can kind of go both ways. It's also but yes, hilarious. I agree. I agree. It's hilarious when you're looking at this, and Alex Rodriguez and Manny Ramirez have 35 and 33% vote percentages. A-Rod's war is 117.5. His but numbers, a- those, two, those two guys, their numbers are so ridiculously, like, 
outliers, even on this Hall of Fame list, like they're outliers. And they're just not going to... I mean, Manny Ramirez has a 996 career OPS. But here's my thing with those guys and anybody else, like Andy Pettit's still on the ballot. Fair or unfair. The fact Barry Bonds didn't get in, anyone else that was with Roids like, shouldn't even get a vote because it's like, well, if you're letting anyone in that took Roids, you have to immediately put Barry Bonds in because that means you're opening it up to that. And he was the best hitter of all time. So like A-Rod can't get in and then not have Barry Bonds in. Like that would be crazy. But yes, they had unbelievable careers. I still believe they all should be in my personal beliefs. But yeah, that's always weird to me. Like I saw like Andy Pett had like, 17% of the vote last year. Like, like you said, A-Rod and Manny had 30-ish. Like, it's just weird because I'm like, well, they, they can't get in and not have Barry Bonds in. Speaking of uh, Hall of Famers, Ryan Sandberg, Chicago Cubs Hall of Famer, one of the best to ever do it. Uh, today announced that he was diagnosed with cancer and he's going through uh, chemotherapy. And send text today, we're all thinking about him. He's the nicest dude he talked to me from the time i was really young about playing second base and um nothing but great things to say about rhino so we're all wishing him a speedy recovery and uh and strength going through this he always seemed cool in spring like i obviously didn't talk to him very much like being a relief pitcher but like he just seemed like a super nice guy i, I never had like encounters with him but he just like from afar looked like he was awesome yeah, just the nicest dude. He always comes out to Arizona for a few weeks during spring. Um, and then he lives in the Chicago area. So he's around the ballpark. You know, he's had all of the the Cubs events. You know, we were we missed him during Cubs convention and kind of heard that um maybe some health issues and then this kind of wasn't out. So um tough and we're all thinking about him. But one of the yeah. one of the legends of our game and it's always, you know, you look up a ton of respect for him, but you have the his number hanging on the on the foul pods. It's only a few of those at Wrigley. Yeah. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll help make your playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code COMPOUND. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with code COMPOUND. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources all right let's get you guys right back in to some chop here on the compound tom you had something to talk to us about an uh, athletic article that you read no free ads no free ads. And it was from August. So I just, I just happened to come up with my feed, but it was uh, talking about milestones and service time and 
different numbers that guys want to like like to hit in their careers. One that it talks a lot about is eight years. Um, maybe you, Ian, you could talk to this a little bit about when you get eight years, you get the gold card, which gives you the free access to major league games for the rest of your life. A lot of guys talk about ten years because that's also just a huge number, and also when you fully vest in the in the union. Um, but then there's also just guys that talk about getting a thousand games played, getting a thousand hits, all different sorts of things. So kind of an interesting, different look at the game of, you know, a lot of fans don't think hitting 10 years would mean anything, but like, I know internally in clubhouses, they talk about that all the time, that that's, you know, a big, a big milestone for those kind of events. Yeah. So for people that don't know, if you play eight years in the big leagues, they send you a gold card it is in. MLB gold card that has your name on it. And basically you can flash that at any stadium and get two tickets into any game. Can you do it? Like, can you like show up and just like walk up to the gate and show it? Pretty much. Uh, I've seen a couple gold cards are pretty great, but the big number um, for players is 10 years of service, 10 years of service fully vests you on the pension. And, you know, the, there was something that came out recently, which is like guys that have played in the big leagues all time. And I think it's like 23,000 ish is where it's sitting right now. So if you put that into perspective, the smallest ballpark in the big leagues is like max capacity is like 40,000. So you'd have a half full stadium of all the big leaguers that have ever played since 1900, like ever you'd have half capacity of like Fenway. And how many have 10 years? Do you know? And not 10 years, like 1% of that. So that's why I was like, I didn't even know, but I'm sure it's like, there's only been, I don't even know if it's like a thousand. No, there's only been like 1,800, 15 to 2,000 guys that have ever gotten 10 years. And you're talking about including the guys that the Babe Ruth era where guys just played until they fell over. And like, (laughs) there was no, there was no replacing them. It's just like, yeah, man, you're on the team. Keep coming back, you know, swing that log. Who cares? Like now it's so, it's so hard to get 10 years now. Like guys just get white. I mean, it's hard to get three years of service and get to arbitration. Like it's really hard. The average career is three and a half years. And so then to get through arbitration to free agency is another hurdle. that's like really, really hard. And then to actually get to 10 years uh, as a challenge. I play with a couple guys that, that finished at nine and like, it's always tough to see that. It's like a celebration when guys hit 10. Oh like, yeah. It's legit, oh, like yeah. A- huge Fucking, thing like in the locker room like people know about it yeah balloons in the locker a bottle of wine so like it's it's a big deal when guys get 10 we've had a few in the last few years i, I was with arietta when he got 10 i sent anthony was actually with the riz was with the yankees but i sent him a bottle of wine for 10 um drew smiley got a 10 with us like it's pretty cool to see uh when guys do it can you explain to maybe the audience the difference between years played in like service time? Because like for example, a guy yeah. like Trevor Plouffe played in parts of nine like nine or ten big league seasons, but didn't necessarily get eight years of service time. So you get service time when you're up with the big league team. So if you get sent to AAA, you lose service time. So like for me, this I'm going into my eighth season with the Cubs, but I have so I've played seven seasons with the Cubs, seventeen through last year but on the team seven seasons that first year i was only up for 125 days or something like that and then i got sent down in 19 so i lost like three months of service in there so i'm six plus i'm like six years 
in like 90 days or something or six years and 70 days. It's like my service. So I have to play through this contract. It's three more years. I will be nine plus. So I'll have to play one more season to get to 10 years of service, but I will have played 10 seasons. Bangraphs has you at six years and 36 days right now. So that's how they measure it by day. I think it's 172 days, I believe is one year. Account. 172 days gets you a full year, um, but there's 185 days in the. And that's why 2020, that was like a big sticking point in the discussions was like the guys wanted their service time. Like just because you yeah. played 60 games, guys still wanted like a full year of service, not a quarter or whatever it would have been. Correct. Correct. I have parts of three, and but like last year, I was up for like two weeks, and even like this year, I was I felt like I was up all year. I mean, I got called up like April 29th or something, so I missed just around a month, and that still doesn't equate to a full year. What are you at? Like two? No, One like and a half. half, maybe less than a year and a half. Well, because you were saying before we started recording how like you just want to reach our and like we were saying yeah. how how ian said that how small the number of big leaguers is ever like i bet the number of big leaguers to reach arb is even tinier like it's crazy to yeah. even have that much time 100 <clears throat> zach you're one year 86 days yeah so right around there and how many days is a full 172 is a full year yeah ian, you yeah let's get you to 286 huh I like this time next year we'll be talking 286. Yep. But there's there's other big milestones in there. I think a thousand hits is a big milestone. Uh, I think a thousand games played is a big milestone. Um, definitely for like relievers, like number of appearances. Like there's some big number of appearances milestones that are cool to see hit. Obviously, hundred homers. I got the hundred homers. That was a cool one. You know, once you get past hundred, it's like then it's just round numbers: 200, 250. I think it's even. Easy. You're, he's forgetting about the John Boy Media all-time home run lead, which he assumed that, that, that was a big one. I had that one marked in my calendar. Tough. It's going to be tough to catch up to um, for anybody starting out. But yeah, Ian, Ian, like you said, like any round number, like I feel like Zach, like when he gets to 50, like when you even just get to 50 in your big league career, like that's pretty sick. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's just certain numbers, like obviously depending on, the spot you're in like if you're a 19 year old prospect getting into the big leagues you probably have aspirations of 500 homers but you still get excited over hitting those milestones each step of the way yeah i will get i will get dangerously close to a thousand games this year but i won't quite get there like that's sick i i I know that's a big thing in hockey like they celebrate that a lot like oh it's this guy's thousandth game like it's pretty crazy to play that many games in a professional sport not many people do it. Yes, not many people do it. I think that is an insane stat. Like that still blows my mind. The twenty-seven thousand or twenty-three thousand big leaguers. Twenty-three. Twenty-three, I think. Like that's uh, that seems like it should be way higher. It's also pretty cool. Like I've been really lucky to play for the same organization my whole career, but like it's pretty cool when like on the organizational chart of like most all time for an organization when you're on that that list that's a pretty cool thing yeah i'm you know that's getting rarer and rarer with guys not staying in places but like for me with the cubs like some of those things are pretty cool yeah that's sick that's why the tigers traded zach because he was getting too close to the top games played 
You betcha. But Zach, like last year when you crossed 100 games, that was the first time you crossed 100 games in your career. Was that like that must have felt? I mean, you played 112 games last year. That must feel. You know, I know the last couple of years haven't been always exactly what you wanted, but 112 games in the show is 112 games in the show. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't even know when I had over 100 games just because, like, I'm going in and out of games all the time. Um, and I didn't really look at any stats, really. But there was a time when I eclipsed over a year. Um, and I didn't even know when it was because I ended – it was towards the end-ish, maybe, like, August – we were just kind of dicking around on the computer down in the cage and they're like, yeah, you're over, you're at like one and a quarter. So I was like, Oh fuck. I had no idea. It's cool. You know? Um, because especially, you know, the first year I didn't play well, obviously. And, but I was up for almost half the year and then to not really have a chance or get called up again last year I was up for like two weeks. Like I said, not even, and it looked kind of dark at times where, you know, but then again, to come back and play 112 games, like you said, is pretty cool. Sick. ZS five, nine. Yep. There I heard is. you requested that number from the Mets. So you betcha. Are, Mets PR is listening. That's his number. How pissed are you going to be if you're 5'9 again? Relax. All right. Anything Relax. sub – where does it Where does it draw – like is 40, 48 okay? Like sub – well, well, what's the point of moving down to 48 if I'm at 59? I don't know. Yeah. It seems a little better of a number. Like what? What? what's – like sub 30? Like – you're in the 20s. Does that feel yeah, better? Yeah, sick. Yeah, hell yeah. What number do you want? Mets come, Mets come to you tomorrow. Eight? What yeah, if you're ZS8? And we had IH8 and ZS8. I can't have Ooh. eight. Eric Carter was pretty good with the Mets. Of course you know that. Mets fan, baby. But what number would you want, though? They just said you can have any, obviously, non-retired number. Four. Four is your number? No, they have four? Somebody, four, yeah, I, four. Somebody has four. Alvarez has four. I, I would like three. So I was right. What about 33? Huh? What about 33? That's ah, it's pretty high. <laughs> 33 is just like... That's still a good number. Grow up. Hey, as long as it's in New York, you'll be a happy man. Don't care what just number you are. Yeah, just have me up there, you know? I don't care. I'll have a triple digit. <laughs> That'd be kind of sick. Now batting for the New York Mets, number 159. <laughs> Short. Yep. Can you be 99, please? And then we'll start the like yeah. battle of 99. Yeah, 99, yeah. The two boppers, Zach Short and Aaron Judge. Yep, that's us. Realistically, you should stay 59. Wait, yeah, you should stay 59, you and Scotty. Yeah, that was actually pretty funny. When he got traded over, they said he gave him 59. I was like, that's, that's pretty cool. So you got to stay with it. But I love him, but like I don't love him that much to stay at 59, you know? No. He's a, good, he's a good guy, but like, I was just doing some digging through the Cubs all-time records. I'm eleven yeah. tied for eleventh in stolen bases. They must have had some slow runners. What? No, you're fast. I didn't mean it. You're fast. You're fast. You got fourteen bags last year. Come on, man. I mean, you're not slow, but you're not a burner. Like that's I'm not a fact. A I'm, just, I'm yeah. good for I'm good for nine nine to. I was good for nine in the old rules. I'm good you, for 10, 10 to 15 more, in the new rules. You and Zach are kind of both the same where, like, Zach's probably a little faster. But you guys are both kind of more like heady base runners. Like, I feel like you're not just going to first move. I'm go- Like, you're going to have to kind of lull them to sleep and then steal a bag when they're not oh. paying attention. To you kind of I might be able I, to get top 10 in games plays at some point. Might be able to get there. Although, this sounds bad, Zach. This is going to sound mean. It's not meant to be mean. 
I bet they look at you though as a pitcher that doesn't know you, and they're like, "This guy has to be fast." <laughs> yeah, but I mean, is it wrong? Come on, like, come on man! You Zach, look like you're a bird. What are you doing, dude? Can you doesn't... dunk? Can you dunk? Yes, yes, I can. Bull, bullshit! You can dunk. Send yes, video. Zach ranked seventieth in the league, seventieth percentile last year in sprint speed, according to baseball. And that's coming off the fucking bench, cold as shit. <laughs> There's the swear words. People at CubsCon were saying, please tell Zach to stop doing that. Like I said, it's 2024. Grow up. I said it was going to sound mean, but I didn't mean it in a mean way. Thanks for listening. Let's grow up. (laughs) Is there anything else you guys want to cover? Anything else? Uh, Been a little bit of an agitated. Maybe parental control. I was going to say, please, uh, to any GMs listening, can you sign some people so we have more stuff to talk about? Please, thank you. Uh, we'd appreciate it. Uh, just, you know, get some guys signed. Get some guys a job. We're not that far. We're not that far from spring training. We are. I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited to get out there. It's uh, one, two, three. I'll be out there in the three-ish weeks. Well, when are you heading you- out? Are you in Texas right now or Chicago? I'm in Texas. I'm in oh, Texas. So I was going to say you're getting out of the cold, but you're already out of the cold. Yeah. Uh, I don't know yet. I'm probably head out that week of the week of the 14th ish. Our dead our our report date's the 18th. I'll get out a few days before that and get moving around. Tom, you're speaking of uh, milestones. I'd say Zach's milestone he wants to reach is the level of respect within the team where you don't have to show up super early like ian can kind of he can kind of roll in a few days before the report date and it's all good zach's like when i'm the planning on going i'm planning on going like a, a week before this year let me get out let me get out in the warmth let me get some hand before no, that's what i mean again. but i'm saying like the vets like they kind of just roll in when they feel like they because they're like why do i got to get there two weeks early like they gave me a report they don't be there by that date Zach's going to pitch a tent at shortstop in Port St. Lucie. That's what he's going to do. What's up, Francisco? I'm Zach. This is my position. Let me show you a few things. I went to I went to uh, Jake Sporting Goods to get some grips for my golf clubs, actually, and I stopped by the baseball section to check out the gloves. Uh, Rawlings is selling my model online, which is, like, one of the coolest things ever. So, like, I have my, like, the Ian Happ model is, what? like, sold on Rawlings. That's what happens when you get a couple gold gloves. And uh oops. And so I was like walking in there being like, maybe, maybe, maybe. And Lindor's just everywhere. He's just got he's got <laughs> 75 gloves that are like there it is. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, those are pretty cool. You should have bought your own. You should have bought your own one and then just like seen if the register like noticed. Somebody hey, somebody are sent are it to me. They were like, they were like. Dude, your gloves on here. I was like, that's pretty sick. That is sick as fuck. It's awesome. I got some cool colors this year too. I got a gray one that I'm I'm looking at. I put swag. it on the internet. Do you see a photo of it? A little extra swag. Must have missed it. I mean, I, I got my. I think I, I have you my, muted. Like, I got my model. I got my like the one that I use. But I tried something else this year to see if I would like it. It feels really good. The uh, the shape is great. Yeah, how about the people yell at Tom and not me? Well, Tom doesn't swear. Yeah, he only win the Yankees unless unless the Yankees are two games under five hundred, four games into the season, then we'll hear him swear. 
Then you're going to hear me swear a lot. <laughs> hmm. Well, some screen time there, uh, Happer. Everyone's yeah, just let's do some screen time. Let's get to it. Let's tell the people the sun screen time. I, I, mean, I kind of I was excited about my gloves. I kind of want to show them to you. Well, then that doesn't make for great podcasts. No, when you're no, scrolling it does. This is good content. Why don't cheap. wait? Why don't they go on the on the website and buy them? Then they can really get it. Yeah, then you can see it. But you want your son or daughter to have gold glove skills like Ian have? Go to Rawlings. Sloan screen time. Presented by Sloan, our friends at Sloan. Sloan is the world's leading manufacturer of commercial plumbing systems. They're at the forefront of the green building movement. I did all of that by memory, just so you know. Uh, provide smart, sustainable, hygienic restroom solutions by manufacturing water-efficient products, including flush meters, faucets, sink systems, soap dispensers, and fixtures for commercial, industrial, institutional markets worldwide. To learn more, visit sloan.com. What are your screen times? Five hours and five minutes. Four hours, 16 minutes. Feels like a last place for me. Five hours, 27 minutes. I was going to say, we know Ian's going to be like, oh, 248. Get this to update. But it doesn't. Uh, here we go. Just hold I always on. have, Just hold I always on. have to update. close the settings app and like reopen it for my update. It's annoying. Okay, got it. Four, oh, sorry, two hours and four ten minutes. Oh my gosh, I said 48. Oh, I was so close. Ooh, that was almost a special moment. That's episode 192 of the Compound Podcast presented by Connect Roasters. Code Compound Club for 25% off your first home run club shipment. That's subscription right to your door every month. Or code Compound15 for 15% off site-wide. Go to connectroasters.com. Give the coffee a try. Let us know what you think. We will see you next week.